Well, a New York judge today uh, imposed a $364 million penalty on Donald Trump, uh, his companies, and some executives ruling they had engaged in a, a years-long scheme to do banks and others with financial statements that inflated the former president's wealth. Trump, who built his reputation as a real estate titan, also was barred from serving as an officer or director of any New York corporation for three years. Now, of course, uh, the president uh, or the former president is running to be president again uh, this October or November. And uh, what does this all mean? Well, joining us now to talk a little bit about this civil fraud trial uh, is Reggie Cicchini, Global News, Washington correspondent. Reggie, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So uh, what was the scene like uh, at court today in regards to this judgment? Very quiet. Uh, this was not uh, the kind of spectacle that we have seen uh, in past court appearances with the former president. In fact, the former president wasn't even present uh, at court today because this was a written ruling that came out. He was uh, in New York yesterday for uh, for for the criminal charge uh, trial date for the Stormy Daniels payments. But 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 this is a big deal. This is a statewide um, you know uh, finding that Donald Trump is going to uh, have to pay out all of these hundreds of millions of dollars. It's, it's actually closer to half a billion dollars once you factor in um, the interest on there, according to the attorney general. Um, you know, the former president has come out swinging. The attorney general has come out claiming uh, incredible victory here. The question is, what is going to happen to this case once it moves into the stay and appeal uh, kind of journey that it's traveling towards? What does this mean for Mr. Trump and his chances uh, to be president? I mean, this is likely not going to impact anything when it comes to his presidential race. Again, this is a state-level matter. It's not a federal criminal matter. Um, you know, the only kind of difference here is that if Donald Trump were to ultimately win the presidency in November, should he become the actual nominee, this is not the kind of crime that he would be able to pardon himself from because a president can't pardon themselves uh, or pardon anyone at the state level for crimes that they've been convicted of. Um, you know, it's a different story when it comes to, to federal matters. But, you know, there's a real chance here that we're going to start seeing um, fundraising emails come from the Trump campaign looking for um, the base to to offer up, uh, you know, money for for the campaign to which we understand, you know, a portion of that ultimately goes into paying the legal bills uh, for Donald Trump. Um, you know, so it's, it's not going to stand in his way. But what we're seeing are Donald Trump's feet hitting the legal hurdles that have been lined up to him that he's been running towards on this election campaign. Uh, and, and there's uh, four criminal trials as well, and I think there's 94 total charges uh, from those four criminal indictments. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is definitely over uh, 90 uh, indictments, uh, and we're waiting to see when these trials are going to start. Some of them have been incredibly delayed, notably the uh, the, the mishandled classified documents case uh, in Florida. There's been some questions and concerns about how the judge has been acting in that case, but there's a risk that we could see at least the election subversion case brought by the District of Columbia. That could um, you know pop up within the next couple uh, of weeks. We're waiting on the, the Supreme Court to determine whether they're going to grant the appeal to Donald Trump um, or whether they're going to side with the special counsel and, and send this back to the district judge. Um, but again, what we're seeing now is the reality that Donald Trump had been trying to avoid, and that was having trials lined up before him that will take him off of the campaign trail um, and keep him before a court. And he will be able to campaign on that, saying, look at what, you know, quote unquote, Democrats are doing to me. 
but ultimately it's going to put his credibility on the line and it's going to provide fuel jazz for Democrats to say, look, is this what you want in a president? Somebody who spent more time defending themselves than defending kind of the country or the policies that they want to put in place. Is his support still strong among the faithful? Sure. Uh, I mean, I I think that one easy way to look at this is these are no longer voters that we're talking about when we when we look at the base that that sits underneath Donald Trump. These are followers um, and and they're not going to turn away from Trump. They didn't turn away from him after Access Hollywood in 2016. They didn't turn away from Donald Trump after, um, you know, the the, the lies about uh, uh, the election in 2020 and what took place on January 6th. These are a group of people that will stand by him through thick uh, and thin. The question is, is that enough once it comes to uh, November? You can court as much of the Republican Party uh, base as you can, but as we saw in 2020, it wasn't enough. And if he can't factor in more of that group, plus independents, plus skeptical moderates, the base will be there, but it may not be big enough. Hmm. Where are we in the, when it comes to the primaries and caucuses? What's next? Well, we're all watching to see what happens in South Carolina towards the end of this month. That is Nikki Haley's home state. She's been you know, out of the state campaigning elsewhere, including Texas, for the last couple of days here. But she doesn't have a big win. Donald Trump has all of the wins between the primaries and caucuses to this point. Uh, and he's looking to use a, a potential victory in South Carolina to tell Nikki Haley now is the time to leave for the Republican Party to gather together and coalesce around Trump and try and get Nikki Haley you know, from being this thorn in the side. Uh, of the Trump campaign. But Trump has won everything to date. There, there's nothing to suggest that he's going to you know, lose any of that momentum running forward. So mm-hmm. regardless of the number of primaries and caucuses that are left on the calendar, Jazz, I mean, he really is running towards um, being the nominee by the time we get to the convention later this summer. Fascinating. Four uh, criminal indictments, 94 charges, and then, of course, the variety of these civil cases as well. Uh, and he is uh, <laughs> the front runner uh, among in the in the uh, Republican uh, Party race. That is just fascinating to watch from where we sit. That's for sure. Reggie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.